Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is a special one. It's with Liz Davitt. She is a dietetic student at Iowa State, getting her master's in dietetics and exercise science. And luckily, we have the joy of being co-workers. Liz and I have worked together for almost two years. She is my dietitian assistant. And in May of 2020, she will graduate with her master's in dietetics and exercise science. Currently, she is beginning the process of determining what internships she's applying for and as well as what area of dietetics that interests her. I'm glad we got the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation about her journey so far. Please enjoy my conversation with Liz. That wasn't part of the deal. Well, I'm excited to uh, finally have, I haven't had a diet, a dietetic student in a long time on the podcast. I had quite a few and I usually like to have dietetic students. So, and you were also my coworker, yes. which is exciting. <laughs> I love having that combination. Um, so why don't you take me back to when you were really young, like, you know, not that long ago <laughs> or when you kind of started getting when did like dietetics come on your radar? Did you know about dietetics? So maybe share that with mm-hmm. me. Um, I think I accidentally chose dietetics. Did you? Honestly. Yeah. Um, so in high school, I was on dance team and dancing like four days a week, five days a week. Um, and I got into lifting and working out actually through one of my friends on dance team. Um, so originally I went to college for kinesiology Um, which is study of movement Mm -hmm. and um, pre-physical therapy. Was that, did you, so you knew about those things when you were in high school then? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was like easy. You were like, I know what it is. Yep. Yeah. So that was definitely health field, like right off the bat. And then I realized, I want more of this. <laughs> you were you were really liking the classes then. Were you a science when you were in high school then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I hadn't even started freshman year and I kind of realized I wanted more than just kinesiology and I didn't think physical therapy was where I really wanted to be. So I just went online to Iowa State's website and found diet and exercise, which is my major now. Interesting. Did you always know you wanted to go to Iowa State? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a combination of both. Yeah. I I thought I wanted to do a small school where, like, I didn't want to be just a number, that sort of thing. And my mom forced me to visit Iowa State. (laughs) Did she? And the first visit, I fell in love. You loved That was the school, the first visit. Where did you see yourself going like, was it, well, you're from Indianola mm-hmm. and there's a college, a small college there. Mm-hmm. Did you see yourself going? Like, were you thinking that or just not seeing in Iowa or? I don't, I think that's part of the reason she made me go is because I wasn't finding anywhere that I really loved. I liked Simpson, but I didn't want to live so literally two blocks from my house. <laughs> is it that close to your house? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, that's too close. Um, yeah. So, and then none of the other schools were really fitting exactly what I wanted. 
And then Iowa State was like perfect. So, so when you were looking at the dietetics and nutrition program, what like caught your eye? Why did it draw your interest so much? The classes, I really liked that I was going to get to study kinesiology and exercise and benefits of that, but then also get to learn about nutrition and get both sides because I've felt like at the, I always felt like they're both very important and really can go hand in hand. So I wanted to be able to help people in both aspects. Well, and you were active yourself, so mm-hmm. you knew, like, how, like, were you zoned in on your nutrition when you were dancing a lot? Was that something that you focused on, too, or? Not as much, That's honestly. Much. Um, I recognized it, but I was living at my parents' house, so, you know, it's kind of like whatever they cooked for me, but it was still, I kept it in mind, but I you weren't it like- wasn't like zoned in (laughs) laser focus on your nutrition yes yeah Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting though how I think as and maybe you can agree with this that as like a high school athlete you know being athletic and exercise and lifting like that seems to always start out your journey Mm -hmm. and then the nutrition part comes as you get a little bit older yes yeah I don't I think part of that is we don't talk as much about nutrition in high school. You take your PE classes and with the athletics, you talk about your exercise, but I feel like the nutrition really isn't hit on as much. Cause now it's like looking back the way that my, I've thought about food from high school till now is just so different. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. What's the biggest difference that you've noticed? Um, just thinking about nutrients more and how it can help your body, but then also knowing having the food is fun and mindset of you can also eat whatever you want and still enjoy life. Right. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. chocolate is still okay. You just can't eat a bucket of chocolate (laughs) (laughs) at one time. (laughs) Um, I think that's interesting too. Like you, I mean, you're so young too, but you still have already identified how different it was growing up. And I do, I think like, I mean, I remember my mom, I mean, I just ate whatever she made me. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know why (laughs) I'm eating this, but she made it, so I'll eat it. And then now you look back, do you think like the food that you ate as a kid, were you like, oh, my parents were like kind of into like balance and that type of stuff? Or do you Mm -hmm. think there was a little bit of a disconnect with what you think now? I don't know. I guess like... During the week, they did, I mean, there was also a ve- always a vegetable at dinner. I That was something my dad always said was, okay, we're having chicken and rice. You can pick the vegetable. And so that, so there's always a vegetable. So he always was working in balance. But then, like, on the weekend, if we have five minutes, we're getting Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> But that is kind of a good message of, again, that mm-hmm. balance and that you can still have fun and you can still enjoy all foods and they all fit. Yeah. You know, like that structure was always good. So you had that basic yeah. structure. So really, exactly. yeah, you're probably still kind of following those similar paths. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about it that yeah, way. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I, until I became, like, a dietitian, I was like, my mom was so on the money. Yeah. Like, how she gave us portions and how it was balanced and mm-hmm. how we kind of went rogue on the weekends. And <laughs> so true. It shaped me the way I it am. Did. I still kind of follow that. Yeah. So. See, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good balance. So you went to college. You went to Iowa State. 
loved it from the get-go yeah um did you start classes right away in nutrition or like that's like kinesiology and actually i mean that's a lot of that's a lot of intense classes yeah a little bit (laughs) she says that with like a really stoic face yeah a little bit (laughs) they start you um in like your biology chemistry those classes but then you I got to take like a nutrition class and then a few like basic exercise classes my freshman year and me and my friends always joke that our first nutrition class we hated really (laughs) yeah it wasn't I mean it just wasn't that fun but then obviously we stuck with it and love everything else that we've done since but it's just always funny. We're always like, that was the worst class <laughs> of right. all the ones we've taken. Really? See, like, that's what, that's what got me in. Like, that the first sucked one. me in the first class. So I think that's interesting that you share that perspective. But what did you not like about it? I don't know what it was. Maybe the, it's a 100-level class that some people can take for, like, an elective or if they need, like, one science credit. So maybe the way it was taught... Because there's just probably like random people in there too. Yeah, yeah. That, that could also be it. I don't. I guess I can't pinpoint why, but we all were kind mm-hmm. of like, yeah, that class wasn't that great. <laughs> so you actually liked the more exercise science part of it. Those first few classes, yeah, yeah. Um, that's where I started getting into research was with the exercise science people. But then my sophomore and junior year definitely swayed back more to dietetics interesting mm-hmm. so what class cooked you back in like was i know i know uh, right now which one it was <laughs> it was um nutrition for active and healthy lifestyles so that one was probably one of the first classes that all of us dietetic students were in the same room learning like the most basic digestion digestion and absorption of nutrients and what to eat, what to tell, how to tell people what to eat. So I, that was, and it was taught by an amazing professor. So that That helps too. too. Yeah, that does help. (laughs) Did you find it was hard to balance all of, cause do you have, are you studying three majors? Two. Two. Technically. Technically. Okay. Yeah. So the exercise science and then dietetics. Okay. Um, balancing them. I, I don't, I don't remember it being that hard. It wasn't hard. stressful for you. No, yeah. especially because they really do go hand in hand enough that I, I want to learn about both of these things. So I just think about like taking like anatomy and phys and then taking like kinesiology. I mean, like you're taking like, basically I feel like double the workload maybe with dietetics and, and your exercise science. A lot of those basic classes overlap. So all dietetics and exercise science people are taking biology, chemistry, anatomy, and physiology. And then like I had to take a physics class just for exercise science, or I had to take a biochemistry just for dietetics, which most people only take one or the other. But what did you think of physics? It was so hard. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was so hard. (laughs) That's a class like I just didn't get. Yeah. I had a friend who was in aerospace engineering at the time and he tutored me. Oh, <laughs> that you're was like, thank my you. saving grace. <laughs> you saved me. Yeah, I felt like a fish out of water yeah. in physics. That was a class. I'm like, whew, nope, I'm good. Yeah, that was a tough one. 
Interesting. So you never, did you ever regret or have a fleeting thought of changing your major? Or did you always stay stuck with it? Always stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That doesn't happen very often. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm the odd man out, really. But yeah, never thought about switching back. Interesting. Do you have any um, health people in healthcare in your family or anything like that? Um, a few aunts who are nurses, okay. um, but no one really like directly around me. Okay, which is some, funny because my mom, when I was in high school and went picking my major, was always like, "I don't know where she got this from," because both my parents are journalists oh. and have always been in English and writing and stuff. So I'm doing all the science. Completely opposite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's do they ever say, oh, where did you come from? Yeah. (laughs) That was my mom's joke when I was looking at colleges. She's like, I don't know where we got her, but okay. (laughs) Interesting. So um tell me now is is your combination major is that is that a common combination major I don't know like outside of Iowa State would this be like something that another dietitian to be would look for if they liked the combination of dietetics and exercise science I don't know how many people or universities offer this exact kind of program but I know people in just dietetics who will get that exercise science minor um which is also I think really great but a good yeah, combination. I, yeah. So describe your program. You have, you're on a very interesting track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's three, or it's a five-year program total that I'll graduate with my bachelor's and master's degree, and I'm studying both dietetics and kinesiology. So you'll have a degree in kinesiology as well. Yes. So you'll have a double master's. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so where I get confused. It's one major, I guess, is okay. the best way to explain it. So I will have a bachelor's of science in diet and exercise. Okay. And then a master's of science in diet and exercise. Okay. But it's like combining two majors into one. Okay. That yeah. makes sense then. <laughs> sure. So you just basically, so you never, did you really like officially graduate with your bachelor's or will you do both when you get your master's? I do both when I graduate in May. Okay. So I get both of them at the same time. Okay. Because right now, technically, I'm still, I'm in grad school. I'm working on my master's, but I have like three undergraduate classes left to finish. Okay. So, interesting. Mm -hmm. So you'll be like way far ahead for, like, you won't even have to worry about your master's when you do your internship program. Right. That's Which is genius. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have that done. And it's only one extra year, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So the first three years, you're only undergraduate, only taking those undergraduate classes. But then this last two years are combined. So, okay. Yeah. Have you liked doing both undergraduate and graduate classes at the same time? It's interesting. Is it like juggling? <laughs> like, what what class am I in and where am I at? Or? A, a little bit sometimes because I can definitely tell a mindset difference from my undergraduate classes to my graduate classes. Um, graduate classes, I feel like people are really, truly there to learn and understand all these concepts and grades are kind of out the window. Um, where I'm as undergraduate classes... People still care about grades a lot, and that's great, but 
sometimes the learning can get lost in that. So interesting. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I think that's, um, a good perspective because you're, since you're doing them both at the same time where most people don't, Mm -hmm. that you bouncing between the two has to be very, it could be difficult sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes it's difficult (laughs) because you're probably, are you in with classes like for your bachelor's or their, you know, just younger dietitian students, like working their way or outside of your degrees or, um, so one, a few classes are with dietetic seniors. So that's, that's not a bad class to be in because all of us are working towards the same kind of goal. Um, there's one class that I'm taking that it's all like sophomores from a bunch of different majors. So that that one gets really interesting. That would be a little dicey. I would think just because you're like, man, I just, I'm, I'm kind of over this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a big difference from like when you're a sophomore in college to when you're a senior and beyond. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of growth in between there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So you're in your final year. Mm -hmm. Actually, your final almost semester. Almost. Almost done. One more Um, month. That's exciting. (laughs) That is so exciting. And you're trying, and while you're working here is to get some experience, I'm assuming, of doing mm-hmm. just very interesting things. <laughs> but thinking about your future, thinking about your internship, what are, since you do have all this experience, I feel like you're going to be an excellent candidate for an internship. Fingers so, crossed. <laughs> yes, let's hope so. Uh, so what is the, what does the internship landscape look like for you? What are you kind of thinking Um, I'm focusing on like community dietetics. So probably the, actually one of the hardest parts is weeding out the ones that you don't get a master's degree in because so many are trans transitioning to offering that DI and masters. And some of them have completely done away with only the dietetic internship. Really? So it actually does like narrow down where I can go pretty quickly. Yeah. So that's probably, um, that's been a feat, but then, um, focusing on like public health and community nutrition. And I don't really care where I end up in the United States. (laughs) You're like, I just want to get an internship. (laughs) But you want to, you kind of have your sights on going and experiencing something different or a different location. Yeah. So I've lived in Iowa my whole life. (laughs) In like two counties my whole life. (laughs) Haven't ventured too far. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think it would be so fun just to, even if it's just for a year or two years, go experience somewhere else, meet new people, because everywhere is so different from Iowa. So, yeah, and then if I want to come back, I can always come back. Absolutely. So that's kind of where I'm looking right now. So you're kind of focusing on that community aspect, public health. Mm -hmm. um, And are you finding those opportunities that don't have that master's component? Yeah, there's definitely ones out there. So um, probably my top choices right now where I'm looking would be like, Tulane, um, Loyola. I like Virginia Tech. Um, and then like Oregon State as well. So completely so, the opposite oh, yeah. side of the United States. She's like going from one <laughs> side to the other side. I like it. Yes. 
So they all have programs that are really... How long is most of these programs then for you? Um, I think the shortest is nine months. And then like Loyola's 12 months. Okay. So, so about a year, nine yeah. months to a year. Mm-hmm. That's like perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. When do you, so how many, when do you have to have your applications all in February? February 15th. <laughs> she, she knows the day. <laughs> I think I've known that since like sophomore year. <laughs> so it's November. Have you started working on them as well? Or are you kind of trying to wrap up your semester first? And um, A little bit periodically when I'm like sitting in front of the TV, you know, kind of trying to update my resume, that sort of thing, or um, have not tackled the personal statement. (laughs) Oh, yes. But there's different sections in DieCast where you just explain experiences. So trying to write out paragraphs about every experience I can think of that I've done. That's connected to dietetics Mm -hmm. and nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you can back quite a bit. And you're doing research currently, aren't you? Yeah. What's your research on? Um, so I'm involved in a few different projects. Um, the one that we're kind of wrapping up now is glycemic response in um, people after they've eaten different bean pastas. Oh. So black bean spaghetti. Yum. Um, that is milled in three different ways. And then... Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Does that affect the glycemic response, I'm assuming? I don't know yet. You're just what you're determining. <laughs> That's what we're, we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> um, and then we're comparing that to white bread and then whole black beans. Okay. So we can definitely tell the difference between like the pastas and the whole black beans. Whole black beans of people are staying really like flat, really not spiking that much, which That's was expected. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we also are looking at satiety. So how long are people staying full um, over like a span of three hours after eating that? Interesting. So. Now, did you get to choose your research project or is this one that's already been going on that you just kind of jumped on board with? This one I kind of just jumped on board with. The one that will actually be my thesis, I helped develop a little bit more. Okay. Um, so my thesis project will actually be focus groups in low-income men and their perceptions of beans. Oh. Yeah. So a few years ago, a graduate student did the same thing with women. And a lot of people were saying, oh, well... I don't make beans because my husband won't eat them. So we're going to do this with men and kind of compare back and see. Interesting. What they have to say. What age group? Um, 25 to 50. So people who probably have families, but um, not old enough that their kids are like out of the house or maybe just leaving the house or that sort of thing. So do you enjoy, you said you liked research. Is that something that you enjoy? I like the focus group project a little bit more. <laughs> so I I like that area of research, learning what people like to eat or why they don't eat certain things. Um, Not necessarily yeah. testing like biochemical responses to things. Yeah, yeah. I think that's interesting, but. That's not your jam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you like the focus group a little bit more, which would probably play into your like community nutrition, mm-hmm. public health that you like too, because that would be something that would very yeah. much kind of parallel your interests that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. How do we teach people about beans? It's kind of looking at what is missing, um, the disconnect between what dietitians know and what isn't quite getting out to the public. 
So people are scared of beans. <laughs> I was scared of beans. I was. I like I'd eat refried beans. But yeah. like any or like beans and chili. Like my mom would mm-hmm. use to puree the beans so I wouldn't know it was in the food. <laughs> Which is genius because I had no idea. But yeah, I think there is that weird mm -hmm. misconception. People don't know how to cook them, really. True. That they taste good. Yeah, if I handed you a bag of pinto beans, do you know what to do with them? (laughs) I would just probably put them in my pantry and maybe Google a recipe at some point. (laughs) Consider making them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I probably wouldn't do anything with them. Mm -hmm. I'd probably like try to heat them up and like warm my neck up for the kink or something. Nice. Um, Well, that's interesting. So you're going to have that all wrapped up by May? Yeah. Holy (laughs) moly. She's going to, you're going to be busy, girl. Uh, Yeah. How long is your thesis? Um, like do like they have like do they do they recommend like so many pages oh, like I have no idea <laughs> I oh, have girl. no idea <laughs> I know it's gonna be long yeah but that's something I have yet to tackle I think that sounds like winter break project sure <laughs> that's a good idea and then do you have to present your thesis as well yes yes so for the food science and human nutrition department at Iowa State, you do a seminar and it's like 20 minutes, but it's in front of all of the faculty and a bunch of grad students. Oof. So it's very intimidating. Yes. <laughs> and then you do like a thesis defense in front of a committee, which is like my advisor. And then I have three professors on my committee. And basically you just stand there and tell them about your work and then you have to defend why you chose the 25 to 50 age group and answer all of their questions and stuff like that. Well, so, you'll know it really well after you write your thesis. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, that's the ideas, you know, it in inside and out. So sure. You can defend each part of it. Are you worried about any of this? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think once I, get more into like writing the thesis and doing all of that I'll feel better about it you and will. obviously I'll practice like a thousand times so. absolutely yeah you'll have to do it in front of me so <laughs> okay. I can so I know more about it because I think it's so interesting because <laughs> yeah. I didn't get a master's and I probably will never get a master's in nutrition but I think that's awesome that you're doing that because mm-hmm. it's a lot of work yeah it is but it's fun most of the time yeah <laughs> Lucky that you feel that way. (laughs) So when you think about your future of Liz and when she grows up and has this idea of what she thinks she'll be when she grows up, what what does that look like to you? Because we're going to come back to this in like five years and see where you're at. (laughs) We'll do another follow-up podcast. But what's your ideal job as a professional in this field? I think it would be really cool to work for like the government. (laughs) I like that answer. And to help like create policy sort of thing. That would be really far down the road. So you're kind of into advocacy then a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I'm done with that, I'll teach and then I'll just get old and teach people. (laughs) (laughs) So you kind of think like as a professor, college level, Mm -hmm. you don't think like nutrition 101 in high school. (laughs) Um, maybe, maybe, maybe you could be like changing the landscape of curriculum in yeah. schools. Make it requ- I don't know if it's required to have a nutrition class in high school. I don't either. It's been a while since yeah. I've been there. You were there a little bit yeah. more recently than me, but it's interesting. Yeah. I like it. I didn't, 
and actually one of our classes, our community nutrition class, our professor had a guest speaker come in and she totally inspired me to do this or like have this goal because she was what she said, she said she was the first Hy-Vee dietitian ever. And then she went and worked and helped develop like the fruit and vegetable program. And I just think that that's so cool. She got to work um, like with Michelle Obama on her health initiatives and that sort of thing. So that was probably what set my path kind of to sealed the deal for you. Yeah. 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 That's really cool though. Mm-hmm. I think it's, and I think we need more people in the advocacy realm. So hearing you like that's kind of something, <laughs> one of your passions, I think mm-hmm. that's awesome because I think maybe younger people are a little bit scared. I'm scared of it until yeah. I kind of got myself into it. So mm-hmm. hopefully you get some opportunities that way. Yeah. That would be I know that um, a lot of the dietetic groups, like the Iowa Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, they do have an advocacy weekend. Yeah. And so students can apply for that and interns can apply to go to that. So, yeah. And I'm a part of the public health and community nutrition practice group and try and get involved with the student portion of that. And that, that's pretty cool. They'll send out newsletters about different policies and nutrition that are happening right now. Um, I'm on the, like, advocacy committee um, with this other girl in Texas. And mm-hmm. we're trying to develop some, like, newsletter information to send out to people who are in this practice group. But that's that hasn't cool. quite gotten off the ground yet. But, well, you're both students, though, too, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. that's, I mean, in your spare time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But definitely being involved in other things like that, just getting weekly emails about this is going on in Washington, D.C., or other um, just, like, news releases to read about. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you do probably, like, action alerts and things like that. Do they do that with students? Yeah, I yes. get those. Yeah. So I can read through those. Right. Mm-hmm. And see what's kind of going, what's on the floor. and Yeah. Interesting. You need to go. You need to go advocate like uh, during that um, with the academy because you would be like, you'll probably never leave. You'll be like, I'm just going to stay here. (laughs) Well, that's why I like Virginia Tech. Their internship, you can be in Washington, D.C. See, that would be perfect for you then. In the midst of it. Yeah. You might go go to the hill and. Yeah. meet with your senators and that would it's fine it is fun like Mm -hmm. I I never imagined in my wildest dreams that I would do that and I've really enjoyed it you went to Washington DC and did this yes yes and met with our senators and talked about the the bills that were up for you know voting and how we took a stance this day yeah so (laughs) that's why you have to tap into the iowa academy Mm -hmm. or where we get an internship and see if you can become of their state organization because they usually send students and new dietitians okay yeah definitely have to look you should definitely and they do scholarships usually so yeah they pay your whole day (laughs) which is even better (laughs) yes we love the sound of that yes absolutely Well, I think that sounds exciting. I, it'll be it'll be interesting to see, you know, where your future leads. But I love that you're taking a very different side that I haven't heard yeah. from a lot of different dietitians to be. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I'm open minded. If I don't end up there, maybe someday. Like, obviously, not right off the bat. I'm going to be moving into my apartment at Washington, D.C. to stay there forever. <laughs> she be sleeping someday. on the steps of Capitol yeah. Hill. She'll be like, I'm just going to stay. 
it's a long-term goal, but... That's a good goal, though. Mm-hmm. And then you just have so many good other avenues. I mean, with your exercise science and your master's. And, I mean, you have mm-hmm. a lot of great things and ability to have opportunities in different ways, too. So Yeah, exactly. There's lots of places I can fall back on if I need to or... You can always work for Bean Pasta Company. (laughs) Create the next bean pasta. Oh. (laughs) You never know. I could. (laughs) Could be interesting in five years. (laughs) Do you have any advice for any dietitian students or RDs to be about, you know, just about becoming a dietitian and I think a lot of times people get discouraged with how much school there is and Mm -hmm. how much stuff there is and what would be your advice? I would say stay focused, but have fun. Don't let yourself be consumed with school, even though it feels like you have to be consumed with school. Just managing your time as best as possible to give yourself a Saturday to go and lay on your couch or <laughs> go on a really long hike or whatever floats your boat. You got to do Giving it. yourself some time away, but then still having a goal that you really, really want to reach, I think is really motivating to get through all of the school. So. I, yeah. Do you feel like some dietetic students are like so consumed with school and they're just there's just no good balance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely see that. And it's, I think sometimes it's not having that like end sight, um, or having like a long-term goal of where you really want to be. You can get so consumed with school that it's like grades are the only thing that matter and not necessarily where you want to go. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, <laughs> it does. No, it does yeah. make sense. And I think you probably get a good dose of it too. Like looking back from when you were a sophomore and now you're in school with sophomores and mm-hmm. you're like, you can see those yeah. kind of trends kind of happening, Yeah, which maybe you didn't see when you were in it. I think, yeah, I think as you get older, I mean, I know that was only like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> two years is a big difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think definitely like freshman, sophomore year, it was all about like school, getting the grades you need. But now it is after taking like medical nutrition therapy and classes that really matter, I think is help to clear your head a little bit and be like, okay, I want to learn this stuff and I want to know it, but we also have to have some balance here. Right. Mm-hmm. You need to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You're still in college. Yeah. <laughs> still young. Well, I'm excited to see what the future brings for you. I know that the, in a very short time you will have gotten an internship and, um, I'm sure I'll be talking about it in one of my <laughs> embrace the hell yeah conversations. And when we hear what you get, and that'll be very exciting for yes. you, and I'm going to be happy for you. But um, I have to ask you the hard questions now. These were all just too easy for I'm you. Sweating. You're, <laughs> you just handled them all so well. Why don't you share with me some of the foods that you enjoy? Um, mac and cheese. <laughs> yes, number one. Um, apples and grapes have really come onto the chart for me. Really? Those are a new food that I'm like obsessed with right now. Probably because you've had to do like 50 food yeah. experiences with them here at and, work. Yeah, I think I have three half bags of grapes in my fridge right now. So try a variety. Yeah. They're all different, yeah. right? Interesting. Do you have a favorite brand of macaroni and cheese? 
or do you make it from scratch? Um, oh no, I don't make it. Oh, from okay, scratch. I didn't. Know. You're kind of a you're kind of a little chef sometimes. Sometimes, so, yes. Yeah. Um, I like actually randomly like fresh thyme brand <laughs> shells and white cheddar. Really, I mean, like the best. How kind. in the world did you discover that? I don't know. I've just been. <laughs> I had shopped at Fresh Time for a long time, and I don't want to go to multiple stores, so I just buy their mac and cheese. Makes sense. And now but, you're obsessed. Yeah, but. They're closing in Ames. Oh, they are? Yeah, which is really sad. We'll have to just swing so, by there after work someday here yeah. in Des Moines. I'm, it's kind of far away. It is kind of far away. Look. <laughs> Maybe so. some other. Well, I can always pick some up for you. Oh, so you let me know. Yeah. I can we'll stop by. It's by my house. Just be switching back to craft nowadays. <laughs> Plain old. Maybe they've upped their game. Maybe yeah. it's better. <laughs> uh, why don't you share with me some beverages you enjoy? Um. Oh. I drink like water all the time. <laughs> Everybody's like, that's such a lame dietitian answer. And I'm like, no, it's good. I mean, it's a good answer. Can because- I say like Moscow mules? Absolutely. To- okay. You're illegal. You're 21. Yeah, those are delicious I guess, too. Yeah, if I'm not drinking water, you're drinking coffee, Moscow mules. <laughs> water, coffee, or like Moscow mules. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't, you literally come into work. Every day with a Starbucks. I didn't have time today. <laughs> I might stop by on my way home. <laughs> you might need it for the drive. <laughs> uh, why don't you share with me some scents or smells that you enjoy? Oranges are probably the top. And then um, the stress relief from <laughs> Bath and Body Works. Is that like a, is that a lotion? or It's, uh, com- it's like lavender mm. and eucalyptus. No, that's not even. It's definitely eucalyptus and like another essential, essential oil. oil. Yeah. So it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Do you like smear it all over your body right now because you're <laughs> Actually, so stressed with work? I have work a pillow spray. Spray. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Makes sense. That's about that yeah, balance, right? Exactly. You gotta have some stress relief. Uh, do you have favorite color colors? Um, navy, blue, uh, and then like a dark heather gray, probably. <laughs> Really exciting and vibrant. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Fits perfectly into this lovely Iowa winter we're yeah, exactly. having. <laughs> and then what brings you joy in life? Um, relaxing, being with friends and family. Even though they live Those. really close. <laughs> yeah. I have access to them at all times. You do. I like to be with them and my cat. Oh my gosh, you guys. She has the cutest little kitty. <laughs> Seems Archie. He's so cute. He's adorable. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> He's cute. Well, and it's, I think it's good that you bring that up about relaxing and balance and mm-hmm. being studious, but also finding that, that small component of your life where you can just be whoever you want to be. Yes. It's very exactly. important. Mm-hmm. Taking a step back. Every once in a while, it can change your perspective, I think, on a lot of things. Absolutely. So. I'm going to practice that a little bit more myself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Take 24 hours where you don't check your email, don't check social media. Mm-hmm. Have mac and cheese. Yes. <laughs> and a Moscow mule. Yeah. And you will be good to go. And some stress reliever spray. Yeah. That's all that you need. like like the perfect <laughs> yeah. day. I need to schedule that in. You soon. too. I think it's like all those points. You have to hit them. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time thank to chat with me. me. And I'm excited to see your journey. And I know it's going to be a great one. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> There's nothing 
as wonderful than having a conversation with an RD2B and seeing the sparkle in their eyes when they talk about our profession. Liz had it the entire time we chatted, and I'm very excited for her and the great future that lies ahead. I will miss her dearly, but I am more excited for all the great things that will happen in her future life. My website, AnnaElizabethRD.com, is where you can read my latest Embrace the Hell Yeah blog post, as well as all my previous podcast conversations, show notes, and links to things we talked about during all these great conversations with these great nutrition experts. My book is also available for purchase on my website, and I hope we can connect more on social media by finding me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at AnnaElizabethRD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.